Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now it's time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pop Brothers at Law with special guest, actor Jack Griffo. Hello, welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue, alongside me is the world famous Mark and Craig Wasserman and Mr. Joe Grande, but he is not here with us today. Yeah, he's oh. on, uh, what's he doing, playing hooky? Oh, he's he, out. he went to, to he's Flagstaff. Eating. He's going to Arizona. He's going to buffets. Yes, man. <laughs> we want to thank you guys for listening to Cannabis Talk 101, the podcast. Anytime you want to get a hold of us, call us up at 1-800-420-1980. That's 1-800-420-1980. Hang out with us, have some good times and good fun. We have an amazing show for you guys today. We have Mr. Jack Griffo. Now, is that your last name? Griffo. Yes. You got it right. You got it right. Did I? Did I? Yeah. See, I was going to call him Jeff, but you know what I mean? The baker, buyer, Maya, Mia, Bayer, buyer, Maya, buyer. That's <laughs> you, our girl. You, you, She's you, upset. She's you actually just, starting you know to what? You can off, just slap so him stop. one. I'm going to stop playing just now. Just slap him She's one. Right in the back. She's pissed off now. We're not going to play around no more. That's our girl over there. Happy birthday from the Liddy Titty over there. Doing it real big. <laughs> it's going down today, guys. So, Mark, you know, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah. What size are you wearing? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Jack, listen, um, you know, first of all, I want to tell you, dude, thank you for, for joining us here, you know? And uh, I want to ask you a question real quick, because I heard that the, the second, uh, this is starring you? Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. Is that coming out right now? Yeah, so that's out on iTunes right now. You can watch it. It's an action thriller film I did it with uh, Ryan Felipe. Yeah. It was super fun. I got to, you know, get thrown around, do some fight scenes. It was cool. This guy's nice. got, What's it called again? The second. The second. The second. The second. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, he's been acting like since the womb. Almost. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like. Well, actually, it, that's a good question. So, being a part of Nickelodeon, right? Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Like, how does that? How does that work out for someone like yourself? I mean, you know, where does it? I guess start because obviously your parents must be involved in Hollywood as well or uh, something. Uh, or? That's right. It's pretty much right. I came here when I was thirteen, just with my mom. Okay. Um, Thundermans and Nickelodeon wasn't really even in sight at that point. Um, I just came to audition and sort of sort of get better um, where'd you come from orlando ah, orlando right, florida right. yeah o-town baby um but yeah i came in when i was 13 and just started auditioning and got nickelodeon when i was 16 and wow. that lasted until i was 20 
Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're, you and your mom came here specifically for that? Specifically, yeah. So I did a lot of community theater growing up. Like, I love I love acting. I love the feeling that I get when I'm on stage and performing. Like, I don't do it for the followers or the fame yeah, or anything like. like that. It's what I like doing. And so I did that in Florida, and my original plan was to go to New York and go to college for theater and, and, and acting. That's what my older can, brothers did. Can I stop you for one second? Yeah. Because you just said something to me that's so dear in my heart, man, that, that a lot of people don't get. And 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 I, I really want a lot of the social media influencers out there, the people that are coming up to hear mm. what you just said. And and so if we we rewind it a little bit, you were saying I really do this not for the fans, not for uh, followers. you know followers. I do that yeah. for, for for me. You know what yeah. I mean? And and I think a lot of people get lost in that. But well, L.A. Yeah, is such a place that people come just to get that fame. You yeah, know? and, and they usually don't get it if that's what you're looking for. And if they do, it's probably so fleeting. You know, yeah, like right. you, yeah. to have longevity, you need to have a long haul. You know, and for me, it's it's acting and music. So just keep working on that and. Everything will work out. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 just following your 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 passions and your visions. But I mean, again, like I think a lot of people get too caught up on how people feel. Yeah, Fuck, man. You know, you, oh my God, they're talking bad about. Well, you. it's all insecurity and, and perceptions of what other people think, and that's yeah. all social media is. It's like I feel like yeah. it's this facade it's of like, look how great I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, look at what look at the house I rented today to shoot yeah. this video. Or like yeah. just people pay, taking pictures in front of cars that aren't their cars. Yeah, right? man. Stacks. Yeah, stacks on <laughs> ice <laughs> dripping. <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, isn't that what they say? Dripping or it's whatever. It's not what it's about. Like it should be about like the work. The work and like that comes. That's, that comes first. That's what it is. And, and speaking of work, man, how many hours do you really spend on a set, right? Let's talk about that for a second because a lot of people, you know, they don't understand, you know, what, what kind of time. And so maybe you being a star or a celebrity, you have that ability to be there for less time than, than some of the others. But Well, it totally depends. You know, it depends on the project. depends on the role. I mean, it depends on if you're leading the film or, or, or the show. You know, on Thundermans, I was in almost every scene. You know, going, right. you know, at 16, 17, I was getting really good at memorizing and just getting my schedule. Um, but it can be it can be tough or it can be easy. You know, I could go to set and have a couple scenes to do or I can go to set and... I think my longest day on set was in Florida. I was, I was in Sharknado. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was, it was really cool because it was the my first home. one? The third one. The third one. Uh, Sharknado uh, 3. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Um, but I was in the third one. Work. Yeah, it was it was great. I it was in Orlando, my hometown, and it was a, a few years back. So my friends weren't in college yet, so everyone's still kind of in, in Orlando. You know, everyone's all dispersed now. <laughs> but people, I, we shot at Universal Studios, and like my friends got to come see me. And I grew up going to those theme parks, you know. Yeah, so to sure. be able to shoot a movie where I used to just hang out as a kid was super surreal. epic. Yeah, yeah, very epic. And I got eaten by a shark in the movie, which nice. was epic as well. Spoiler alert. That's nice. always fun. spoiler. <laughs> Yeah. But is there any way, other way to be in a Sharknado movie? No, yeah, right? That's it. You yeah. got to get eaten by the shark. What you kind of uh, training did you go through or, you know, what kind of uh, acting classes? I mean, it yeah. sounds like you start, you learned a lot on set. I'm I learned sure. a lot on set. I mean, I got um, all my experience. When I, whenever I do a project today, like I, th that foundation of, you know, those hundred episodes on Nickelodeon right. just really just taught me how to be on set, how to be professional, how to be prepared. Um, and all that, but um, I was gonna go. What was your question again? Technique wise, so, yeah, acting yeah. technique, uh, Stanislavski, yeah, Meisner, yeah, yeah. Meisner, the method, the method, but, all uh, that stuff. I mean, when I was a teenager, like I wasn't really worrying about about that stuff. When I got older, I really, 
I took those more challenging, sort of intense, sort of like teacher yelling at you classes. Yes. Um, because that's what I wanted. Like I want, yeah. you know, to be a to be a good actor. But when I was a kid, I moved here, and you, you know, a lot of kids move here expecting that it's just gonna like happen like overnight. Right. Now. And it doesn't. Like it, had, it took me three years, and when you first move here, like I was used to stage, and I wasn't used to auditioning. And a you total different kind of. Uh, well, and totally it different. It wasn't three years because you got to go back to when you started doing your theater and the stuff in Orlando. Yeah. yeah no, it goes I, all the way I back. I mean, it goes back. That's right. Twenty years to be an overnight success. Yeah. 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 So those three years spent, you know, as a young teenager, 13, 14, 15, 16, before Thundermans, were literally just doing school and going to acting class and wow. figuring out how to do that. And Great. I did uh, YouTube during that time too. Yep. And that was before it was like a thing to be a YouTuber. This was like right. circa like 2011. You were ahead of the curve. I was way ahead yeah, of the curve. Sure. And but it was kind of like a hobby. Like I looked at, you know, now YouTubing's great. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, knock on any YouTuber. But me and my kind of 15 year old mind, like I wanted to be an actor. Like I really sure. wanted to be a serious actor and taken seriously. And so I just did like covers and music stuff on YouTube, and Shout that kind of passed, you know, the time until I until I got Thundermans and I got really busy. Now, does your mom have a a a, a a background in entertainment as well, or just no? She she's was mom. just a badass mom. She's oh. just sick. You know, she gave me every opportunity, and she's really creative in her own sort of sense. And I kind of got that from her. My dad is much more of like the numbers side, and and good. not not yeah. the creative side. So I got a little bit of a balance. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. So she's um, you know, she grew up doing acting and stuff too. But oh, she uh, did. but she did like in high school. She actually was in a movie. She showed me once, and it was it was weird to see my mom in a but movie. But she never she never really caught on and took no, her very, very, yeah, it, she was she's. Born, raised in Virginia Beach, and she moved to Florida right before uh, she had me, and and just kind of encouraged me to to follow my dreams. And I I would I would not be where I am without my parents of and their, their support. Yeah. Like when I see people who come out here like with no support from their family, I'm like, good luck, good on you. Yeah. You know, well, just good for you for good for it. you. Yeah, yeah. like because I didn't I, I was I was just blessed to have have their support. So yeah, you know I, I think it, is it is it difficult for you being a, a a young child star? When did you start as actually your first role? Less like what age? Um, Do you remember? Like a, out here in, in Florida. Uh, what, I, what let's go back. That, that I want to go back to Florida. Yeah, yeah let's like, go back to Florida. The, the first, was cool. it on stage? But then I wanted to hear that one, that big one. So that like, like my mm. mom was like, she's just one of those well-connected people. So when I was like a toddler, she had me in like print work and stuff like that. Right. So I was like, you, you, you were kind of right, like, out of the womb. I was kind of right. doing it. Yep. Um, good, but good the, for you. But then I, I kind of took a, I, I really took time in my those like younger elementaries after you're a toddler, you know, from like, you know, kindergarten to fifth grade, I didn't do anything. I was just a normal person, normal kid growing up. Um, and I kind of credit a lot of my normalcy to that. Like a lot of kids come out to LA when they're before the age of 10, you know, before puberty, before you have really an idea of the world. Sure. And you come to LA and you're a kid and it kind of teaches you that like weird behavior is normal. You know, and I think growing up in Florida and having that kind of normal childhood and yeah. came here when I was 13, almost 14, I was able to kind of uh, separate what was normal, what was not. Stay yeah. grounded. You know? <laughs> yeah, very grounded. Like, I, I keep in good touch with my friends back home um, that I've been friends with since, you know, kindergarten. And I think that I credit a lot of um, my normalcy to that, too. Fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah. great. So, you know, I want to say, I, I said it to you just before we started the show, I've got three young kids. Yeah. And so <clears throat> one, of, one of the shows that I recently watched was this Alexa and Kate. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it was, for, for my young kids watching it, there were some very serious 
things going on. Definitely. I mean, talk about that series and, and that show and, sure. and uh, what you think it, how it helped you and, and helped other kids out there. Yeah, you know, I think it, it, it really helped kids out there. If you don't know, like I said, Katie's a show on Netflix about a young girl who finds out she has cancer in high school and has to, um, uh, has to do that. And, and, um, and it shows kind of kids, you know, cancer's like this weird, um, you know, teaching kids about death is whack. Like, you know what I mean? Like teaching kids about death can be so scary and weird. And it makes me think about like having my own kids and having to teach them this stuff. But this show was so groundbreaking because it did it in, in such a way that it was super compelling. And, you know, I, I loved being at the live tapings and, and kids would come up, kids with, with cancer, were battling cancer, and oh. just be like, you know, I, for the first time, like, I feel spoken for. Yeah. Like, I feel represented. Oh, like, I feel like, like, that's me. Yeah. Um, that so, makes you feel good, right? Oh, and, yeah. You know, you know. give you some kind of real compassion. And I, and I only did 10 episodes or something like that, but it was a great show, great, great family there, and it did a lot of good. And, sure. the, and, and, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Thundermans and how you want to be a supervillain, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back with Jack Griffo. Ow! It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 with Jack Griffo from The Thundermans and many other movies and successful projects. How you doing, bud? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Awesome, dude. Now, real quick, did you smoke weed on set? Sometimes. Did you? <laughs> Going back. <now. laughs> yeah, that's what I was, you know, I waited this whole time. I just did. I wanted to know. So, you know are you still under contract with Nickelodeon? No, clearly, not. clearly he's going, not. Going back, yeah, I'm here. Uh, yeah, going back, how far? Uh, definitely not first or second season. I was too much of a of a goody two shoes then. But when I got comfortable and so how many years we're talking about ago? Yeah. Or how old were you? Uh, I first smoked when I was like 15, and then but the first time I smoked like on Paramount was like when I was like 17. In your is that in your trailer? Just hey. No, oh, no. So we like, no, no, no. We we'll save that for the high five, five, but we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, so I would go like Paramount Studios. I would go to the the back lot and yeah. go to a <laughs> to a rooftop, and there's this awesome view, and you know, I'd kind of be looking out for for the people and make sure I'm not getting in trouble or anything. But uh, nice. that was a cla- no classic spot. It. So you you dove through. Or that. No I cares. think the security guards like knew what I was up to. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. like we, I definitely caused some mayhem. We stole some golf carts one time. It was. It was <laughs> Everybody's looking yeah, for a little mystery. That's what you're yeah. supposed yeah. to do. Yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, being a teenager on Paramount, like that yeah. is the closest thing I have to like a high school campus experience because I didn't go to you high school. You did all home study. All home study. You know, oh, once you're a beast, bro. Yeah. yeah, this dude's a breeder. <laughs> it was hard. Like it. I'm not a school it. person, and doing school on set was really really tough. And so yeah. those first couple years, I definitely wasn't smoking weed and and, and doing. And, and on Saturday, yeah, I was just really focused on on work, and I was yeah. really focused on my 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 schooling because once I graduated from high school on set, it, my job became so much easier, really? like right. so much. Like doing school and a show, it's like having two really hard jobs, you know, oh, as a, as a kid. Of, of right. course, right. And, and, and not only that, I mean, the, the hours that you have to squeeze in this and squeeze, so you're like literally probably coming off the set and then going into a trailer or going somewhere to go do your homework. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, right? What else? Or yeah. then you go home and do dinner, and you're going. Back to bed and you're waking up to do it again it was hard but i had one uh i had one assistant director named lee and i was complaining one day and the assistant director is the person who kind of like guides where the where the talent is going like if i'm shooting a scene he'll be like all right jack's going to school for two hours and i would just be complaining to him because he would be the one to tell me <laughs> you're going there. to school <laughs> like, and, I <laughs> and i would complain all the time not really bad because I, I had to get attitude i was really happy to be on set but one time he told me you know, when I was I was being <clears throat> a little punk ass, he was like, Jack, let me tell you something, sir, young sir. I was like, what is it, Lee? And he was like, everything you learn up there, pointing to the schoolroom, yeah. affects what you do down here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, whatever, Lee. Yeah. And just kind of went on oh, my yeah. day. But it oh, really yeah. it really stuck with me in the next few weeks, in the next you know year or so of finishing school, that even if I didn't like fully like buy it, yeah. like it just stuck with me. Well, it, for me, it, it, you know, I agree with that full heartedly. Like it's like, you know, um, it, the pop brothers that law will sit here and say, man, you can get high all day and it doesn't affect my job. You know it what I'm saying? For me, if yeah. I get high all day, it affects my job. <laughs> me, me too. You got to know your limitations. Some people, some me people, too. Yeah. Me too. You I'm know? a thousand percent like that, bro. So, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot Santana of people, used it. Santana used it and, and to make music. I mean, it depends on who you are. I mean, that, that's the best I, part about I've wrote weed. some of the best songs ever. I de- no, well, music no, for sure. No, but that's yeah, the best like, part about weed, though, is you know? is if if it if it inhibits your ability to work or do you your know. craft, you usually don't do it until like yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Well, but if it helps you, then you do it. For me, yeah. like music, definitely I, I can smoke, but not acting. If I'm right. acting, if I'm performing, I definitely want to be sober. Yeah. Um, because it, it's. 
It's it, I've tried it before yeah. and it does, it, did, uh. it didn't work well for me. <laughs> I love it. Too many, to, to, too many cameras on you. There's to too be, much, I, I feel like oh, to well, be I'm honest, memorizing though, a script oh, oh. too. I could, I could see maybe ad libbing and stuff like that, but if you're to, memorizing a script and you uh, Some, I used to I used to burn fat joints when I was on movie sets uh, and doing the film. Well, yeah, well it depends what I'm doing. That but, that's, but that's me. That's you. But, but, it depends but, but, what I'm doing. Yeah, I I think the the I'm high strung, so I need it to I actually have something that's kind of interesting. So like for you know, for things that aren't aren't too serious, like I feel like I uh, I'm no, I wouldn't smoke while I'm shooting, right. but for things that are like really serious and I have to like be vulnerable for, and like you know I'm still getting better at that kind of stuff. Like it's 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 so hard to like cry like yeah. on, on on set. Yeah. Like on, it's on you don't want to cry in your own like life. Like why would you want to cry like in on front of you? Yeah, yeah. So if I like yeah. know I have like an audition coming up, or like if I book a role and I have like this scene coming up. Where I have to like you know latch on to something like a thought or an emotion, I won't smoke for like two days right. before, like two or three days, Literally. because I feel like I want every opportunity and every chance to connect in that scene. And I love weed, love weed's great, but it kind of numbs me out and mellows me out. And I need to like when I'm doing scenes, I need to like feel shitty, you know yeah. what I mean? Some, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, it's and gonna if make I'm, you feel good. Yeah, and if I'm getting <laughs> that blazed, makes sense. that makes and sometimes, sense. Sometimes, yeah, if I have a scene, I'll literally not smoke for a few days before just to make myself so you know. Sober. Can, can you that, can you cry on on cue? Yeah, I mean, like not right so now, extent, but, no, like, but, but like cry. <laughs> you know, like work yourself up. Well, you know it's all mean? about the like, text, no. you know. Like like like. I mean, are like, you just? We were talking about the methods. really about the subtext. Stanislavski and all that you're talking about. Like it's either like what I've kind of gone with 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 crying and stuff it's either substitution like stuff in your real life that you're thinking about or the magic if or the or the method and you totally just know your character that well right. and you're really in the moment and that's where it really feels liberating yeah. you know when i do something when and you know you hit the, you just nailed that you thought. when you know you nailed it and you know like when the scene ends and you feel like you are high and yeah. you like come back to yourself yeah. and you're yes. like what just happened because that's the best feeling in the world orson welles yeah, said it best orson welles said you know acting is like this this great release and, and relief of being myself sure. and it's like the most freeing thing and and as a kid like i wanted to be so many things like i wanted to be a cop and a firefighter and and what i what i realized was i can do it all yeah i can be i can be everything as an actor yeah, yeah as absolutely, an actor yeah. and you know spend time in one profession and spend time in another profession when i'm just acting yeah. you know what i mean and and finding out that's what's been so cool is I, I got I get to to live that and when I get a role and like on February I was on SEAL team on CBS and yes. I got to I was strapped with like an M4 rifle full army suit garb like night vision goggles oh, shit. and I've wanted to be in the army since I was a little little <laughs> kid and so I, I got to live that you know not 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 really Great. live that not but, really live that no no but it's it's I was in uh, uh we were soldiers with Mel Gibson yeah and I I was I, I just bullshit. I got kicked in the face. Mm. Like literally, got kicked in the face, mm. and the fucker kicked me good. Um, and but Mel? No, no. I wish, <laughs> I, I wish it was Mel. Yeah, I wish it was Mel. That'd be cooler. Um, but but uh, you know, <laughs> going through that process though is it was it, for me the bombs were going off, dude. I I was seeing explosions, dude. So there's cool. people running down, and it was so clean. You yeah. know what I mean? It felt like such a real you know moment in my yeah. and and and, uh, and we we drove four hours to get to this location, you mm -hmm. know? So all those those things just, you know, resonate with me it's when you're talking like, you know, you get to play your roles in, as yeah. your, of your life, the things that you can do. And, and if you see now, I'm getting a tear. Yeah, <laughs> you tearing up? So let me ask you this. Now, you you know, you, you come from obviously Nickelodeon and yeah. that's where you made your fame. And, yeah. Uh, 
you have four million people following you on your Instagram. Congratulations. Is that, <laughs> I mean, are you transferring over to, or have you found that in, in your circle or, or I don't even know how to put it, but, you know, using cannabis, are you coming out of the green closet? Are you still keeping it kind of on the down? I know you're on our show now. Yeah. But <laughs> most of the kids who yeah. probably follow you in that demographic, yeah. you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't know that they listen to <laughs> Cannabis Talk 101, right. but are you starting to, you know, do you show yourself smoking weed on your page? I don't. I don't. And um, I, I keep it low key because the show's been out for seven years and it still shocks me when people come up to me and they're six years old and, you know, say whatever. And then, you know, the next day people come to me and they're like out of college. And they're like, like, Thundermans. And it's a really, it's just a wide range. It's amazing. I'm so grateful. Four million in, you know. You know, I have fans that have grown with me and I have fans that just watched the show yesterday for the first time because it's, it's playing on Nickelodeon all the time. And um, I keep it low key just because those those kids do follow me, and and I do want to be you know a good influence. And not that weed's bad, but you know it's uh, for maybe, a six year old. For it a six year old, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. it depends. Six year old. It depends what the six year old has and needs. It's well, true. Well, well, that's true. And, and, and those six year olds should definitely be you know discussed properly with, with it, their parents, but, but not not on Instagram. I'm, I'm right. just you know what I mean? I'm just so used to like having a clean image. Like sure. e- even now, three years yeah. later after being off the show, like I. Still still like don't swear and i just don't, i don't i just like kind of you remain mean you can't clean. say shut the fuck up with us well i, sh- I can say it, but like on my instagram like i don't i don't really like because i know like that's where most of my fans i'll are. tell you what yeah. we'll do shut the freak up shut yeah, the freak for, up for just for me because we do that well we've yeah. done no, it before just for the for kids, kids. For the kids? Have, okay that's what i teach my kids not even the kids yeah. we did that with uh, magic don juan oh yeah yeah oh, B- bishop a, magic don juan he doesn't cuss he doesn't cuss so no, he doesn't he just doesn't cuss so we did shut, shut the, the freak, freak up because <laughs> <laughs> even your kids need to learn <laughs> that yeah yeah they do, yeah, they no, do. Man. i got a question for yeah. you what what type of role or character that you haven't played yet is something that you maybe want to um the villain. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, I want to do more movies. I mean, that's not really the question. You're, How, well, you let me ask it another way. What 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 type of characters have you played, if you have, that are just the furthest from who you are? I played a blind character once. Wow, that's dope. And that was really cool and, and a good experience. And, and I I went full method. Yeah, yeah, as like yeah, a seventeen-year-old kid, so, I like put like uh, I put like sunglasses on that like I, and I spray painted them uh-huh. so I could like know how it was for a few days before I went to Florida and shot you. it. it how was long? Super so cool. you did that for a couple days? I did it for a couple days, and I got a walking stick, and yeah. and it was like a month shoot in Florida. I was nineteen, and on this shoot, um, I I broke my foot. And it's be- I've learned a lot of lessons over the years, yeah, and one of them sure. is to not fuck around on set <laughs> because you know a lot of people are riding on yes. you, and in uh, your your liability, and I, I was a liability because I was I was messing around and I was doing a scene with Burt Reynolds, rest in peace, his soul, great guy, sweet. Soul. What movie? Uh, it was called Apple of My Eye, and oh. it was about um, it was about Burt Reynolds. Uh, was he playing an aging actor? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 it, I it, saw that. It was, I saw that. It was amazing getting to work with him, but it was sad because it was towards the end. Yeah. And sorry, I'm doing that thing. That's all right. Um, it was towards the end, and I was so happy to meet him. And there was one scene where we were working together, and and Bert wanted to do it again for for some reason. Like he wanted to do like a different take for for something, and he wanted to do something differently. And the director's like, "Okay, great." And, and we're getting back to one. We get set up, and he's like, "Action." And we do the scene, and he does it the same exact way. 
and it was his thing that he wanted to get and so we were all kind of just like it was like this you know what i mean it's like this moment of like this legend like losing it right yeah, i mean like right, right. but yeah. bless his soul he's still on set like 80 years doing old it, yeah. just doing the damn thing that was and the one where it was like some small film festival uh, that, that took him or something like it that. was uh it, it was about it was a movie about uh this girl who 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 goes blind and she has to um she yeah. she they they want to give her a seeing dog but they get her a seeing horse a small a small horse oh, yeah, and yeah. so i played a character that was already blind at this facility that she met and i kind of like teach her that it's not the end of the world and, and sure. that you know there's still a lot to see you know, it's that a it's a cool little movie. Awesome. Yeah, well, God rest his soul, man. And, and you know, he was he was one of the greatest of all times. So yeah, there's some great movies with him. We're with Jack Griffin. It's Cannabis Talk One Hundred and One. Come Griffo. back, Griffin. Jack Griffo. Are you kidding me right Griffo. now? Are you? Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Right back after this break. It's dyslexia. <laughs> hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (gasps) Good one, Dad. Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. 
We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Yes. Mark and Craig Pop Brothers at La Blue. And we do miss Joe Grande Aww. just a little bit, but we're going to give our special thanks to Pitt, Peanut, Jen, and Elvis. Anthony. Anthony. Where's Anthony? Anthony's in the Manning back. the cameras. Yeah. Everybody who helps bring this show to all fruition. Right. All of our friends at iHeartMedia as well. And now it's my favorite time of the show. We are going to do the Cannabis Talk 101 High Five. five. <laughs> High Five with Jack Griffo. Yes. Blue. What did I say, Griffy? You said Griffin last time. <laughs> All right, so bastard. I'm gonna I'm gonna start Sorry, this off. My brother. We got into it a little bit during the show, but we'll do it for the high five. Okay. Jack, how old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where did you get it from? Fifteen, and I got it from my friend Avi. There you go. Fifteen from Avi. Yeah. Nice. Craig, your turn. I know you're. What is your out. favorite way to use cannabis? Um. Just a, a bong. Yeah, bong or joint. Or blunt. Question. Or anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much anything. You Question. like smoke, you like the flower. Though. I used to smoke out of an apple. I love that. Oh, that, that was apple on bongs. lot, on lot, huh? Like well, that was, that was pre-lot. That was pre-lot. <laughs> when I was on Paramount, I at least had some had the means to, to not have an apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one of the other guys was like, I got you, bud. Come on, Jack. Let's go. Yeah. It's apple. Question number three of the high five with Jack Griffo. Craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis. Mm. Um, craziest place. Prepare my pitches is pretty crazy, but you know, it's not really. A I've date. smoked a on a plane. There. On a plane? That's big. <laughs> <laughs> what you, what, um, was that crazy? A, was that a was that a a, a national like international charter or international or national flight? It was an it was a domestic flight. Domestic. Yeah. Where domestic, in the bathroom? Yeah. yeah. You went in the bathroom and yeah. smoked. Nice. That's, that's that takes some balls. Yeah. I give it. I, give I blew that it. One. I blew it into the toilet. Nice. <laughs> As you were flushing it, <laughs> did it just suck all the smoke down? You know what's funny is is I, I I've was that in first class? There, you know? It wasn't. <laughs> Even better. Even better. All right. Ain't nothing wrong with Coach Blair. <laughs> Jack Griffo, number uh, question number four of the Cannabis Talk 101 High Five. What is your go-to munchies after you get high? Um, I like Nutella. Nutella. Uh, <laughs> the team is here. On a here. spoon or what? Yeah, I like I, from the spoon on fruit, pretty much anything. Nice. Um, I like bad. ramen, just mm. simple stuff. I like mac and cheese. Pretty healthy. Yeah, very healthy. All right? the fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. All right. Question number five of the high five. If you could smoke with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be? <laughs> um. Just say it, my girl, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone you haven't smoked with yet. <laughs> maybe like, maybe like Jimi Hendrix. Ooh, Ooh that's a good go. one. Hendrix, yeah. Why? Good Why one. Jimi Hendrix? Why? 
Um, I love his music, and he was just revolutionary. Yeah. I mean, in every way. Um, but I really would like to smoke with the Red Hot Chili Peppers too. Nice. Ooh, I love yeah. the Chili Peppers. They're oh, my favorite. Dude. There we go. There, they go. Back. Yeah, we had, we actually just we interviewed Carlos Santana. It's, and yeah, he, and he told us about his uh, time on stage at Woodstock, Woodstock yeah. with yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Uh, it was just, and he had a picture behind him on the Zoom of the stage, and we yeah, asked him about the, awesome. about what that was, and he said it was. Ground Zero. It was, it was Jimi Hendrix. He said that was Ground Zero first. Sly, he and said. then Santana, and it was just giving me goosebumps just even yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. Maybe but, maybe Terrence McKenna. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone know? Is anyone uh, Terrence say, McKenna? No, I don't. In. I'll own up. It's okay. Who is it? He's this like guru guy that I've I've locked, I've watched a lot of his videos on YouTube, and he was really into mushrooms and, and acid, and um, he's just kind of psychedelic. Yeah, he's like a, a, a psychedelic like pioneer. Timothy Leary. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that name too. Yeah. 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 So I get super into Timothy that. Yeah. I get super into that YouTube shit. You, you know like what mushrooms? I mean? I love. Like that's my favorite. Is it? I love it. Yeah. I do. I like mushrooms too. It's but, my favorite. But you know what? It, 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 have you done microdosing like literally throughout the day? Like have you I've tried never that done that. Okay, because that's that's I haven't tried that yet either. But but I love a good set of mushrooms. But I feel hey, like it's that criminalized every a lot of places now. Oh yeah, yes. it's definitely going that way. But I feel like microdosing would would be really cool. I feel like a lot of people think that. I mean, they say it like unlock that like special that special sort of edge yeah you know what i mean and it makes sense only just a little little bit of that stuff uh, well i i think if you've if you've shroomed right enough times and you sit there and go god have i ever you know felt this way like i've been so blitzed on shrooms and being like i could actually live like this <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. like, i'm like walking around like this is all no, i'm all good like i'm touching everything it's I'm so feeling, like, beneficial i mean it's like proven that that, that psilocybin mushroom i mean it will helps people with PTSD. I mean it, it's 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 sure. crazy the the amount of suppression that the US government has has placed on the on the, the research the and most natural herbs in the world on the research <laughs> at, like right. the war on drugs is absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. I mean it's literally MDMA psilocybin mushrooms proven to to help people. Yeah. Um but big pharmaceutical like won't, well, they, won't have that. Well they have something else called Vicodin, Narcos, uh, yeah. Oxycodone it's, or whatever and that'll knock you over the head. It's crazy. And how many people would would benefit from from an MDMA session? You know what I mean? How many people would, it, it just feels I, I watched this video and it, there's this guy with PT PTSD, and he was in the army, and he couldn't sleep for a year. And he went somewhere offshore. He went to another country, and they did an MDMA treatment on him. And he, the the way he described it, he was like, he was like, I could I could finally talk about what happened to me, and it wow. felt like, and it felt like every person in the world that loves me is giving me the biggest hug. Wow, and it's so I, I true. Relate. Yeah, I was like, I can relate. With it's that. so true. You, all your inhibitions go away, and you feel you feel that love from the world. You know yeah. what I mean? And it'll just it would help so many people. It will. Well, no, I mean it's sad because we represent a lot of veterans. We work with a lot of veterans, and it's just sad hearing the stories over and over and over of near suicide based on alcohol and cocktail mm-hmm. and different opiates and different drugs and pain medication and sure. and it just you know and they're literally literally I've. And you know, very, very good friends of mine now that they're on the verge of suicide or attempted suicide, and and cannabis wipes it all away. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. besides those other other like the mushroom that they're bringing along, microdosing and things like that. Weed was the first. I mean, it's going to be psilocybin mushroom MDMA. I I I know yeah. it in my lifetime for sure. Helping oh, people. You, you know, I, let me. And what you. we what we need though is is well, go ahead. not only not only the older generation, <laughs> but the younger generation coming around saying, "Hey, look, I'm successful, 
and I use this form of of drug, whatever you want to call Tre- it, treatment. for treatment. Yeah. You know, and you know, it's like like cannabis. You know, you can call it recreational, you can call it what you want, but there's no recreational weed. It's all cannabis Medicinal. is going to treat you in some form or another. It's right. like self-medicating with alcohol. It's like self-medicating with pills. You're self-medicating with, with weed, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, I so. think you could do it with meditating and, and all kinds of other things. You go well. meditate, Blue. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hate it, you, know, hey, you just pissed off a huge community, bro. Don't you, don't hey, you do that hey, to I'm my community. Hey, I'm not hating on meditating. Don't you do He's that just hating my, on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's cool, then. I could deal with that, man. Jack, listen, um, you know, being in entertainment and, um, you know, being a young, young star, have you been able to see, you know, some of your fellow stars not go the right direction? And, and lose themselves. Yeah, I've been one of them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've been here ten years. I've I've gone through a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going my own way and coming back to the path. You're still here though. I'm still here. <laughs> um, my heart's beating. That's but, uh, that's not an yeah. easy thing to do for a kid in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, I was you know making more money than any 16 year old I knew, and I had everything at my fingertips. Um, you know, you, you asked me if I knew anyone, and I'm saying like, yeah, it was me. Like it, oh. it was it was me in a lot of ways. You know, I I got carried away. A few times there was just one time it was in like the fourth season of the show and I had went to like Six Flags the day before that and it was a Sunday so Monday we have like a table read and I just went too hard at Six Flags I was I was doing I, I was I woke up the next morning and I and I couldn't even like read my script well hold on a second wow. you were at Six Flags Magic Mountain you went on too many rides what do you mean you went hard? <laughs> I just went hard. Oh, I, we just, I just went. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just, so, <laughs> so I was trying to. I was trying to. You know, give the alley you. The you're trying to do the slam dunk. But <laughs> well, look. I mean, you're 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 talking about yeah. you know people making yeah. the wrong the wrong decisions, decisions yeah. and uh, you know I probably shouldn't have partied that hard the day before I had work and. And I and I woke up and I couldn't read my script and I had to Ooh. call out sick and that was the day that you know I still remember being so so down because I loved my job like I loved going to work and yeah. and, 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 and the people you're letting down is people I'm letting families, down like yeah. that that table read is so important in TV because the writers get to hear the jokes for the first time and for me not being there I knew how how serious it was and how bad it was and I just. I, I felt so bad, and I promised myself I'd never I'd never do that again. And you sure. didn't. Um, and I didn't. Good. And I didn't. I, I've great. only missed that that one day, all, all four years, and uh, it definitely taught me a lesson. I felt really bad, but you know, one day in four years ain't so bad. It's not. It's no, not too bad. You, you know what I mean? But yeah. but but because there's a lot of people. You know how that. You know it could get. Is... A lot of people come and go. Like I growing up in, in L. A. A lot of kids came for the industry and didn't didn't make it. You know, yeah. it's it's hard. And I and I. I became friends with these people and it's so cutthroat and it's so, I mean, you walk into a room for people to judge you and, yeah. and if you're not good <laughs> enough, literally. if you don't literally. look, if you're not looking good enough, you're not acting good enough. Like you just, it, nothing happens and you have to go, you have to go home. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of kids ha- have to go home, you know, yeah. and it's, it was hard over the years. You know? so, so, so are you still auditioning and what kind of a, a auditioning levels are you doing? Like how much? Audition so it's, it's hard right now with COVID, like half the projects that would be going are going. So you know everything's self-taping now so i don't get to go in the room which is kind of a bummer because i yeah. like i like going in the room i like yeah. that live feeling like i feel like i i like knowing that they're feeling it in the room or knowing that they're not feeling it and if i'm self-taping it's like it i'm, I'm <laughs> too much of a perfectionist you know what yeah. i mean like and i don't i'm not getting any real feedback um but 
it's good. There, there, there's certain stuff coming coming for next year, and I think more projects will start to come uh, come oh, next course. year. Yeah. Now that everything's kind of getting back to normal, hopefully, fingers crossed. Well, right. just as they, you know, they say that they they shut everything down. You know, like yeah. out here, they just cut all the the restaurants. Yeah, or, Orange and, County just got re-shut down. L.A. had never really opened up as far right. as restaurants, but Orange County had dining. Well, L.A.'s been open. They're just not. You know, <laughs> they're not uh, tripping. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Jack, tell us tell us what you have currently out now and where people can see you. Can see me on my Instagram. It's just Jack Griffo. Um, like I said, the second is out on iTunes. It's a really good movie. I have this. Um, I have this movie coming out called Don't Log Off. I did with my friends Ariel Winter and, and Luke Benward and Sterling Bowman. Um, and it was like it's like a Zoom movie. Nice. And it's like a thriller. It's 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 super nice. fun that I and it's always good getting to work with my friends. When's that coming that. out? I think next year. Yeah. Next year. And I just did another short film with my other friend Nathan Zia. And that'll probably be getting submitted to festivals next year as well. Dope. So you take it to the festival, get it picked up, and then hopefully, it. yeah, it's yeah. this um, it's this short film about uh, depression and boys and how uh, the society kind of teaches you that it's it's not okay to be sad and, and stuff like that. And I think a lot of boys, uh, including myself, kind of thought that growing yeah, up, don't be a pussy, uh, don't be a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in that you know the sort of uh, area of like. Uh, kids in high school having it all together but really a lot is going on un- underneath and that's what the short short is about and i think it'll uh shine shine a light for, for a lot Very of kids cool. like that's, that's for awesome. like even even a lot of us adults <laughs> like we should we should all tune into that yeah, one you, know what you should check it out yeah don't be a you know, pussy joe. i don't know don't call me joe don't you call me joe <laughs> you look like joe <laughs> like i know i'm gaining a little weight <laughs> since covid started man i put on 30 pounds but hey so before we get out of here man anything else you want to tell us or get out there to our listeners and, and your fans uh, you know, before we bounce out, man. Ah, oh, just love people, man. Love just, it. Uh, there you go. Don't be a dick, and don't I, be the a only dick. thing we said that, that. <laughs> the only thing that really changes things, and the only thing that really affects people is love and, and giving. If you have love in your heart, if you have love to give, then yeah. you're good. You're fucking. You know what I mean? Get it back. Yeah. Just put that forward. You know. Yeah. Nice. Well, there, there it go. is, guys. It's cannabis talk one on one. It's Jack Griffo. That's right. <laughs> you got it. We want to thank you for joining the show. Remember this. If no one else loves you, we, we do. do. Thank you for listening to another podcast of Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis, featuring actor Jack Griffo. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.